This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Oh, yes. Welcome to the podcast. Jerry Recco is on his way back from Dallas. He did the Cowboys-Lions. So, Eddie Scazzeri joins me for the podcast. Oh, hi, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Got a couple of different items here on the list today. None of them involve aliens. All right. I do have a dog item, but I have no alien alien stories for you. No ghosts. No God. No nothing. None of those right now. But I do have something interesting to ask you. And I I didn't, um, when you told me it not on the radio, I thought, "Mm, I would like to follow up. But I thought, I'll save it for a podcast one day. Okay. And here we are. So uh, Duncan uh, has put in... uh, uh, coffee machines here at work. They're yeah. high-level coffee machines. They're the ones that you actually get at the Dunkin' store. And they makes very hot coffee. Oh, it's so great. It makes 200-degree coffee, mm-hmm. which is what we love. Yes. And still somehow coffee, if you've let it sit a little bit, it just cools right off. I don't it, understand it, it. It does, especially if you put, well, you don't put milk Yeah, I don't even put milk on it, which d- definitely makes it last longer. Now, do you put a cap on it? No. See, that helps. That does help. Yeah, you're right. I got to start capping it. And they have those those nice uh, Dunkin' uh, caps. Yeah. Which fit very securely. And then they have that little thing so you don't have to tear it. It kind of flips back. Yeah, and snaps like in. nice sippy cup. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, beautiful. So you and I were trained on how to make coffee mm-hmm. uh, as uh, others have it. It's not complicated, it's legitimately like you grind this. You stick it there. Right. We don't have to deal with the water. The water's piped in automatically right. to the machine, mm-hmm. so there's no refilling machines. But in the morning, you go back there, and if coffee is not made, you refuse to make the coffee. That's right. And it, uh, it, I, I don't, Right now, just because of the way it's evolved, Okay. now I don't even have to go check because I know it's not going to be made until at least 5 o'clock. 5 a.m. Yes. And so Today it was not even. Uh, we assume someone from 1010 wins is making it because mm-hmm. they're here early as well. Correct. For what reason do you refuse to make the coffee? Well, it's just an, like, do I have to add yet another thing that I am responsible for to my list of things? So you feel if you start, then. Yes. Like if you do it one day. Correct. Because like now we've already assumed someone from 1010 wins is handling yeah. it. You're right. And we have a little K-cup machine. Right. Keurig machine in our office. I have my little curry cake up thingies so i'm good 
But that seems almost even more difficult than the Duncan machine because you have to f- keep up with the water situation. Well, yes, correct. But if it's not made already, then it's simpler. That is true. To do that. Now, here, now we keep hearing that in the break room closer to our studio, we're going to get Keurig K-cup machines with Duncan K-cups. That's been the rumor, yes. So when that occurs, will you ever go to the back where the real coffee is or the, the big machines are? Uh, I probably will like yeah. during the show. Like I've, I, I'm in the habit now of going once or sometimes twice, depending on how tired I am, over to the uh, cafeteria to get a cup. Because it, it, it's, you know, K-cups are great, but fresh brewed coffee is, oh, yeah. is fresh brewed coffee. I'm waiting to like, when are we going to ruin that? And by we, I mean like, just the group of radio stations. Like, when will we ruin the when will Dunkin' Coffee down? machine? Yeah, like, when will somebody do something stupid to it? When will somebody steal the beans so there's no beans to be made? Right. Well, I, I would guess, like, the guy said, oh, this will last for years. You won't even have to, uh, you know, change it out. Like, you know, usually we have to change these out every year and a half. Yeah, but, it's very industrial. Size. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say that I will go under for that. Whatever that date that guy had in mind, yeah, years, five <laughs> years down the road. Well, because he was saying that the Duncan replaces the machines like once a year or yeah. once every two years, and they're pumping out coffee nonstop in some places twenty four seven. Yeah. Right. So he said, "Well, with with us, you know, especially we don't really have salespeople here anymore. There's barely office people here. People work from home now. Mm-hmm. That with the amount of coffee we'll be." making here at WFAN and the other stations compared to what a Dunkin' franchise is making, we should go like five years without breaking Yeah, that's what he said. Although I, I'm still going to go under. I think somehow it'll get messed up. <laughs> right, someone will bring their own coffee from Something. home, add too much. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, let me try jelly beans. <laughs> see what happens. I, I think I think that's on the table. Yeah, that's true. That is on the table. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised already, like, we're, I feel like we're a couple weeks into this, mm-hmm. and it has been working smoothly. Yes. Well, we had that one mishap with the yeah. unfortunate uh, salesperson who got his hand burned. Yeah, because he did something silly. Yeah, that was operator error. But So we there's a re- person responsible for cleaning them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yusef has taken it upon himself to make coffee when he sees it's not yes. being brewed. And I don't know if who, who's cleaning it, if it's being cleaned. When it's being well, cleaned. our office manager is supposed to be oh, cleaning that. Exactly, he and got, he's in how many times a week? I, yeah, I don't know. That got put on him. Yeah. All right. So your reasoning for not making the coffee is you don't want it to be expected of you. Correct. And and, and by doing it one time, as soon as you do it, you're it, correct. It's going to fall in your once, spot. When the pandemic hit, yeah, and I was the only one here, I got extra things to do. Yes. Uh, some and some of which have. Never gone away. <laughs> so I don't need another thing. Right. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Like this morning, I faxed eight logs to traffic. The Friday, Saturday, Sunday regular log, the Yankees logs, the Nets log. It was a crap show. Yeah. I see. Yeah. And that's something like, why that are is, you doing that? That is, well, that is something that, you know, was traffic's, res- well, in, in radio, people, it's the commercial traffic and continuity department. Yeah, it's confusing like when we say Co- traffic correct. department because I would always think yes. the person who tells you if the George right. Washington Bridge is packed. Correct. But as inside radio, 
the commercial traffic and continuity department, traffic for short, is the ones who generate the log. Yeah. And it's the flow of the commercials, hence traffic. So they would usually, before pandemic, there was people here from the traffic department, and they would come and collect the logs and scan them and then do whatever they do with them for storage or what have you because it's a legal requirement. Right. And then once the pandemic started, it became my responsibility to do that for the traffic department. And, uh, yeah, I'm still... And that's stuck. Yeah. Okay, that's understandable. Mm -hmm. All right, good. I was uh, wondering what the reasoning... Because you were pretty adamant about I am not making a coffee. Yeah, I, I would... I think, you know, I, I think I might have said over my dead body. Yeah, I think that was the was phrase. A, a phrase like that. Yeah. And I've yet to make a coffee because mm-hmm. every time I've gone back there, it's it's Correct. made. Right, because you... Like, I would I, like to try it one I time. need one when I come in. Yeah. Even though it's only... It hasn't been that long since I left my home. And do you have one on the way in or no? no you have no, one no. at home. At home. No drinks for your ride in. And then as soon as I get here. Okay. And then generally in the 6 o'clock hour, sometimes the... Seven or eight o'clock hour, depending on my weariness. Right, and Mondays normally require oh, more coffee. Yeah, yes, a lot more. I like an extra coffee on a Friday because I just feel like, hey, it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Is the weekend? And on the weekend, I'll I'll drink at least. Sometimes I'll drink like a whole twelve cups. Yeah, myself. I love a weekend morning oh, coffee. It's it is the greatest thing. You sit down, you watch a well. For me, my little routine, I I get some raspberries and some blackberries this is on a weekend on the weekend okay uh you know i'll get them on the friday okay wegman's on friday a very exciting life people i love blackberries and and raspberries and then so i'll have a little bowl of those before the wife gets up because i'm up way early anyway and then i sit on the couch with the with the dogs and we watch sports center from the night before and sometimes the college football or baseball games or whatever i've DVR, as they say. All the dogs are in the mix on this? Uh-huh. Yeah. All sitting on there. all wait. I give them their breakfast, and they come in, and they know Daddy goes and sits on the couch, and they come, <laughs> and they just snuggle up next to me, and we watch uh, Sports Center. Okay. In game. Are they trying to get in on your blackberries no, and raspberries? No, they're good with that. They're not, they're not really, because we never gave them people food. Yeah. Um, you know, just because of their seeing eye training. You know, they can't be begging for food so they were pretty good about that now are you eating the raspberries and blackberries with coffee uh yeah because that's a weird i've i've always had a hard time eating fruit with coffee i feel like it... well citrus for sure but these yeah. aren't citrus so there's just like a little sweet thing it's almost like a you know a natural like a cookie if you will yeah because like in a restaurant i'll have mixed berries with a coffee mm-hmm. but I, I at home i never think that's a thing yeah i do it yeah and it uh, works well for me. But it could be a thing. Yeah. Uh, one of the big uh, shows right now going on on Netflix is a show called The Watcher. Okay. You, are you familiar with the situation that happened in Westfield, New Jersey, that this is based on? No. So it's just based on this. Uh, these people move in to this house in Westfield, and they start getting letters from somebody saying uh, it's his duty to watch the house. And he starts talking about where they know he knows where the kids are sleeping and... My father watched this house before me and my grandfather before him. It was really weird. And this was a true story. This was a true story. And uh, the people eventually moved out because they were scared or whatever. So Netflix did a 
series on it, not a documentary. Mm-hmm. There were actors and, and all in there. Sort of a dramatic recreation. Yeah, and I was so excited to watch it. And legitimately, 10 minutes into episode one, I was like, this is terrible. Mm. I was so disappointed. And uh, is there any sort of uh, reason that this guy is doing that? No, I don't. Watching the house? Uh, no, I mean, I don't know why his... Yeah, a couple times, like in the letters, he would reference something's in the walls. Like, it was weird. So he's And they hint- never found out who it was. And he's hinting at maybe something supernatural or... Something, uh, like no, but it's evidence written. Evidence of a past crime or something? Just something of evidence of like what the walls have seen, hmm. like what happened there, why they're watching the house. I have no idea. It was weird. And I would love to see a documentary about it, but when they do these series with actors and things, it's just like. It's lame. It's so lame. It's like the old uh, In Search of uh, recreation. That's what they used to do? Yeah. It used to be like dramatic recreations. Of, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, did who built Stonehenge, and they would have all their different. <laughs> it was like it was idiotic, but it was it was different people just yes. building Stonehenge, right? Like, oh, I'm a druid, I'm building stone, you know, whatever. It's lame. Yeah, that I mean, sucks. as a ten year old, I thought it was great, yeah. and I loved Spock, who hosted it. Oh, right, right. So, and now William Shatner hosts something called like The Unexplained on. Uh, I think that's on either Netflix or Discovery mm. Plus. The Unexplained. Probably something very similar. But now, like, I wouldn't mind, like, a document. I don't mind a documentary with some recreation in it. Yes, right. Right? To help tell the story. Right. If it's a rec- if it's a documentary about UFOs, they yeah. have to, like, show you something. Something. I need like, something in so, the sky. You know, right. So they do whatever. Yeah. You know, computer generated or old photos or whatever. But, yeah, those dramatic recreations ah, generally suck. I was so disappointed because, mm-hmm. like, I really wanted... To see this, and I thought maybe I'd get more answers and but no, more out there. I, I am actually intrigued as to why this guy was yeah. obsessed with watching the house. This guy or gal, whoever yeah. it was, but uh, but that's not known. That's not known. They never found who but the watcher this was is. A true we- uh, Westfield, New Jersey. Story. Yeah, and in fact, now the police are asking people, please stop driving by the watcher house because uh-huh. there are, someone lives there now, because and of the because of the series is popular, the people are just driving by, and they're now. actually showing the actual house. Well, I guess people, people know, you know, it's once, known. yeah, it's known because the actual news stories about it prior mm-hmm. to this being made let known where this house was. Is there any theories as to why this guy was interested? No, so there was a theory. The one very popular theory is that the the people who ended up having to sell it sold for like way under market mm-hmm. and that they think the people that bought it, maybe they were the ones sending the letters to try to get a cheaper house. Oh, well, that would make sense. It would, but the letters were written so oddly. Yeah. It wasn't just like uh Well, uh, if you want to spook somebody into yeah, selling. Yeah, it was spooky. Definitely spooky. Mm. So, yeah, check it out. Check out the story itself. Now, like, everyone's covering it, local news again, just because they're excited that something's happening in New Jersey. Right. It's popular. And it's popular, yeah. Is this Pickleball, by the way? This is Pickleball, what, what uh, CBS Sports Network. Some sort of a half-assed tennis? Yeah. Yeah, it's a really weird. And is that like a like a a regular ball, or is it like a badminton uh, shuttlecock or something? No, or? it's a ball. Okay. And this is becoming a huge thing, evidently. I guess so. Yeah. I, I've okay. Yeah. Y- yeah, I'm not interested. Me neither. Boring. 
There's yeah. people actually watching pickleball. Yeah, well, we are too, but it's only the, because it happens to be on. This will be uh, on instead of Jerry and I in the morning. Correct, right. Yeah. Pickleball championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got home on Friday, Eddie, my dog had diarrhea all over the carpet upstairs. Now, this is just an area carpet, hopefully? It is, but it's a big one. It's uh-huh. like a... So it's not like you can throw it in your washing machine. Well, you can. It's a five by seven. Oh, okay. But it's I uh, bought. There's a brand called Ruggables. Uh huh. Yes, I'm familiar. Yeah, and you you they separate it from the mat and you throw yep, it in yep, the yep. thing. But it's, it's still big and bulky is, to yes. put in your washing machine. But so I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I I cleaned the diarrhea up, and then I thought, you know what? I'm going to take this because a couple things went through my head. One, if I put this in my washer. Aren't the next? Isn't the washer now have poop in it? Well, no. Well, you, your washer probably has a sanitized setting. Yes, that's what I use. Yes, that's correct. And that's gonna just that'll kill everything. And yeah, it, it'll yeah it'll flush it out. I wouldn't be concerned about that. So the sanitized setting after I did the sanitized setting because it was like super hot. Yes, all stuff. Then I was like, oh, as it's already in the machine going through it, I was like, mm, let me go on the Ruggables website and see what it says. Cold water only. I was like, huh. Yeah. Huh. But it, did, it came out great. Yeah, and also, regardless of what that said, I would sanitize it anyway. And if it gets ruined, it gets ruined. Right. Because you don't, you don't. Yeah, you want to sanitize. It. I don't want poop. Right. So initially, then I was like, hmm, you know what? Maybe I'll take this to a laundromat instead. Mm-hmm. And I went online. There's one right in Bradley Beach, and and it gets incredible reviews. Like this, super clean. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, is that really right of me to be walking into a laundromat with a? It smelled like. Dog yeah. poop. That w- I would be embarrassed to do yes. that. And also, like you know, you're asking these people to clean. You know, like I would, I would try to like clean it myself first. And if it still needed a little help, yeah. Then oh, I see. What, yeah, right. Run it through your washer. Correct. And if that didn't and do so the at job, least it didn't smell like poop. But if yeah. it had a stain, right? Then you could maybe they could help with the stain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but yeah, to bring them in like a thing full of like you know with the diarrhea still dripping off it. No, no thanks. Well, I cleaned it off and I used I that that spray that you're yeah, supposed yeah. to use, the, and the I really nature's miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I like I really got out as much as I can, but it still smelled like of poop. Course. But I was so happy with the way it came out. Well, then that's a good thing. I was excited. You put it in the dryer or no? I did put it in the dryer, mm-hmm. but that I put on like low. Yeah, low. And then I just hung it like yep. over a couple chairs. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid to put it down again because she was still doing diarrhea. So I was like, oh, let me give this a couple days. But I think I'm in the clear now. I'll put it down when I get home. Until the next time. Until the next time. It is weird. Like, she'll go, she goes upstairs if she has the diarrhea. Oh, she doesn't want to do it near her bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she does it right where I sleep. Uh, then I thought the one, uh, she's only done it like, she did it one time when I had the when I was using the dog walker, mm-hmm. and the dog walker cleaned it all up. That's a Isn't nice that, dog. That was a great. That was very nice. Uh, then she did it another time when I first got her, and she did it on the. This was before I had rugs. Like I had just moved in, mm-hmm. and I didn't get area rugs. She went into my bathroom and did it on my bath mat, mm. which was perfect. I just throw exactly, that out, and those yeah. are cheaper, right? But. She must feel a need to have her feet on carpet. Yeah, they, you know, dogs would generally seek out like a little, you know, something that they could sort of rustle up with their feet. That's the thing sometimes. Or something just soft or like leaves or Or maybe if she squats on a a bare floor, her no traction, no traction, her paws start to go out. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting the psychology of of dogs and how they eliminate. 
But I didn't even know. I wasn't even sure what sanitize meant. I didn't know if it meant sanitize the washing machine itself, like clean it. But then mm-hmm. there was another. Then there was a clean setting on the yeah, on that. Clean. Right. So I said I'm going to give this a shot. And when I dialed it to sanitize, all the like super hot buttons yes, lit up. Correct. That's what you want. Yeah. Sanitize that. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's when I would used to see like people that didn't want to like uh, when they'd have babies, they wouldn't want to use disposable mm-hmm. diapers. And I was like, what are they doing with the poop in the diapers in these reusable diapers? Yeah, I think they just put the poop into the toilet as best they can. And then whatever, then they put it into the washing machine on, on sanitize, sanitize the cloth diaper. Yeah. And that, you know, I mean, disposable diapers, I think, came out in the what, late 60s. Yeah. You know, I guess. I mean, I, I obviously don't remember, but I remember being around babies in the late 70s and seeing the whole, and I remember Pampers commercials. Yeah. But I don't know when that began. I wonder how many people actually use reusable cloth diapers. Uh, um, well, before those disposable, yeah. it was everyone. I mean, like now, probably uh, like people uh, that are into the environment. That's a good question. Like, yeah, for sure there's been, it's probably increased in the last 20 years with the environment and everything. Um, but what percentage of people with babies? You'd have to ask like uh, Geo and uh, He's Jerry. total disposable. Oh, 100%. Jerry too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Also, the other thing that we didn't have, I don't think, when we were when we were babies, breastfeeding. Uh, it was like, I yeah, I don't think we had it, but I, but, you know, it's hard to say because there has always been a school of thought that it is good at yeah. least for a few months. It makes sense. Yeah, and all the antibodies and all that other stuff that is, uh, but then after like three or four months. Then you stop, and then you go to the the bottle. My but. guess is though, like when uh, when we were babies, that that's when formula probably first came out. And they Perhaps. probably sold our mothers this bill of goods. Like, oh yeah, this yeah. is even healthier oh, yeah, than this is breast milk. <laughs> but yeah, but then you, but it, it, that's one of those things. It's like it goes back and forth. Yeah. eggs are good, eggs are bad, eggs right. are good, eggs are bad. <laughs> you know, what the hell, right? I know it gets so confusing. Was I breastfed? No. Back then, breastfeeding was bad. Now it's good. Yeah. Hmm. I I I miss. I think I was for at least. You think you, know, you were the, breastfed? I think I was. I don't think I was. I don't think I was. I know my mother listens to this, so if you could text me if I go. was breastfed. Now, and do you remember not? her like uh, this whole you know the whole. Um, you know, way of caring for babies. Dr. Spock? Yeah. Well, yeah. we had the Dr. Spock book for sure. Right. And I thought Dr. Spock said that breastfeeding was good, at least for the first little while. Okay. I think. Then maybe maybe I was breastfed. Yeah. Hmm. I think it was like breast is best. Breast is best, is Dr. Spock for said. a number of reasons. And I was a different Dr. Spock than your no, that's Star not Trek. Mr. Spock. Mr. Oh, I was Mr. Mr. Spock. Mr. Spock, Dr. Spock. But Mr. Spock was a doctor as well, no? Oh, I'm sure he had many degrees. I mean, on on Star Trek, was he a doctor? They didn't refer to him as that, but he had... He was like, Mr. Spock. I'm, I'm sure he had the equivalent of like 18 PhDs <laughs> in the fictional Star Trek universe. Right, right. Hmm. And what's my last thing? Oh, the last thing I wanted to ask you was... I know you're not a social media guy. Correct. I may have asked you this before. I feel like I get all of my news now on social media. Mm-hmm. 
where are you getting news from now? Because well, we don't really get newspapers. Right, we don't. So how do you keep up with the world not being on social media? Well, if there's anything that is huge, I mean, like huge, huge news, uh, I'm going to hear about it just through osmosis. Like, if it's something, like, really big, it'll even get mentioned on the things that I watch, which is Sports Center or even the Weather Channel, if it's huge, huge news. And then I can find out about it and listen. But honestly, it's uh, 1010 wins and 880 on my way in. Do you specifically go to them to hear what's going on? No. Or just you're trying to get traffic situation? Trying to get traffic, but I'm moderately interested yeah. in the world at large. And I will hear it. So I'm kept up to date on that sort of thing. And and a lot of air quotes big news is like it's not really news. It's more like entertainment news or nonsense yeah. that I'm not really interested in. That's true. But the Right, uh, like Kanye West is big news now. Yeah. I mean, who cares? Who cares? So so if if there's anything that's big, it's going I'm going to hear about it just by because I'm not living in a cave <laughs> and and my wife has her iPad and if there's something big she'll say, Oh this is you know and she gets the you know, notifications, which I do not. Yeah, I don't get. Online. Gina's a big notification yeah. person. I do not and, like that uh, either. And so, yeah, I, so I'm uh, like again, I'm not in a cave. I'm not not listening and consuming any media and anything that's truly big and important to ninety percent of the population. It's got to make its way into even Sports Center or the Weather Channel or what have you that it'll be mentioned and I'll be like, oh. Okay. What's so you going don't on? have like a website that you go to, like, hey, let me see what's going on. Never, never. No, I don't, because I know I'm gonna. I'm in the car twice a day, and I kind of will, you know, scanning for the traffic reports. And before the traffic, they're talking about this or that, or sometimes it's to the top of the hour or bottom of the hour headlines. I don't. I hear what I need to hear. You know, once they get to like a woman who was kicked in the face on the subway, like, all right, we're real local now, so yes. th- there must not right. be anything too terribly wrong Correct. going on. I in mean, the world. while it's news and it's terrible, it's not like impactful to me on a personal level, right. immediate personal level. Not that I don't care. But you know what I'm saying? Sure. Right. It's not like uh, something that our president's doing that's troublesome. Or- right. Correct. All right. Well, I think we've covered a lot of items here. We, we have. Part of how you uh, get the news, why you d- will not make the coffee, uh, that you're going to catch up on The Watcher to see. Well, I'm going to check out the uh, story. Check out the story, yes. what the good theories are. Yeah, yeah. If you get any, let me know. Mm-hmm. And uh, how you, we really shouldn't be bringing poop things to the laundry. Do it at home. Yeah, well, Sanitize. or at least clean the poop part out. And right. And if they can help you with the stain. Right. Great. I did think like I have a real, I have like an eight by ten one of those rugs, and that's trouble going in the in the yes. thing. Yeah, yeah. So I should take that now while there's no poop on it, and it's just been like walked on a ton. Sure, if you want, take that now and get it cleaned. Right. Another thing, laundromats, they're not taking coins anymore. Yes. Yeah. Which I actually called them because I was excited. I have so many quarters because I don't use quarters for the machines here mm-hmm. anymore for parking. I go, you still take quarters? They go, no. Do you have rolls and rolls of quarters? No, I have them in like a bag. Oh. I don't know what I'm doing with them. Well, you you know those Coinstar things? Yeah, Coinstar. You know, if you want. I think they take a cut. Yeah, they do take a cut. But otherwise, you're going to have to get rollers and roll them (laughs) and then bring them to the bank like a crazy person. Right. At least with quarters, 
that's significant. It's, it's like ten dollars. Yeah, when you start doing like nickels, like I can't. Uh, right, two dollars. Two dollars. Right. It yeah. takes forever. And pennies is fifty <laughs> cents. And I th- her always hear there's a coin shortage. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard that lately, but yeah, it was something I did hear at one point. Yes, correct. Maybe that was coming out of the pandemic for mm-hmm. whatever reason. All right, let's do the uh, warm up program. Jerry will be back tomorrow. And that was with CeeLo. And that, oh, yes, I, that I did with CeeLo today because Jerry's gone. And we'll uh, see you on a Tuesday. See Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, good morning over there. My name is Al Dukes. If I'm doing the intro, that means Jerry's not here. CeeLo joins me. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning, Al. How are we doing today? Very good. Eddie is here. Everyone here except Jerry. Jerry was in Dallas yesterday doing the Cowboys-Lions game on the radio for Compass Media Network. Real snooze fest. A not real, Jerry's fault. A real snooze fest indeed, but he got to do it with his childhood hero, Danny White. So that's pretty cool. He's done this, what, maybe about four or five times times. now or so? Yeah, a couple times. Very good. I got to say, though, I am happy that baseball will no longer be ruining football Sundays. Because here we get another (laughs) Jets win again, fourth game in a row. Giants win again, fourth game in a row. And it's the Yankees ruining everything. Ruining the winning Monday. uh, Taking the spotlight off Jets and Giants, but it's over. Here's the hope, though. It's over. We hope that it hasn't used up all of the good vibes surrounding the football team. They've been winning all these games. Now that the Yankees and the Mets are out of the way, we need that to continue so we can have the winning Mondays. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the fear now. Well, yeah. But I got to tell you, you're a big Yankee fan, CeeLo. Sure. At what point in last night's game did you feel like initially, like, Oh, it's over. Last night's yeah. game? When did I feel it was over? Let me ask you this. So I'll tell you when I felt the vibe. Sure. The Yankees go up 3 nothing. Sure. The three-run tying home run, to me, I was like, eh. Yeah. Over. That was my feel as well. Yeah. But that turned out to be inaccurate. 
because they went ahead again. Yes. And still lost. And still lost, yes. <laughs> so I guess I should have just said first pitch last night. Right. Or the end of game three. Yeah, that was... But no, uh, specific to last night, yeah, yeah, Cortez can't get out of the third inning. He gives up the homer, and now you're like, okay, great. They're going to have to use... Even if they had one last night, all the bullpen... Like, they would have had nothing left for... The, you know, Jamison Tyone starting game five, staring at elimination with basically very few guys available or rested behind him. Right. would have been a bad formula. Well, you would have had to get up there unrested. Yeah, that doesn't Jesus usually... On the line. I mean, even when their guy... I mean, their pitchers, for the most part, did a pretty nice job against yeah. Houston, and they still have not one win to show for it. Well, at least the Yankees got some hits last night. Yeah. And scored a couple runs. I would normally say better late than never, except it, it was it was too late. It was too late, yeah. yeah. It was right. not better late than never. Nope. So last night's game ends 6-5. Uh, to five. When did that get underway, that game? Right around 8.30. 8.30, A few minutes okay. after, yeah. yeah. I tuned over at... Uh, when it was supposed, was when it was supposed to yeah, start, yeah, it was supposed yeah. to start. Yeah. And there's some terrible game show on. I was like, "What is this?" Really? Yeah. TBS had nothing else to show. No, they game had show. like, All right. they had a game show with a a, a pro athlete was. You didn't hosting. even recognize who it was. I can't remember now. I did know who it was <laughs> when I saw. It. it was like Dwayne Wade or something. Okay. I don't know. It was some basketball player. Got it. Hosting a game show where it was like. You and your partner had to throw the ball at the same time, and it had to hit the thing at the same exact time, or uh-huh. was you lost? That, that was, was like, the only. That was it. Yeah, and I shut it right off. Went yeah. right to shut 90, it down. I shut it down. Went right to ninety day fiance. <laughs> it's getting good. It's coming up to did. the end of the, the end of the season. And so. at what point did you go back to the Yankees? I went to sleep. Oh, you did. I okay. went back over. So they, this morning at whatever yeah, time that this was. This morning when I got uh, it. Yeah. Wrapped right. around the Yankees. Funny, you're like, at what point did you think the game was over? Yes, yeah. yeah, so I was watching the highlight package this morning, right after the three-run homer by Jeremy Pena. That's, yeah, that's when, when I figured I the game was over, even though I already woke up and knew that the game was yeah. over. Yeah, well, but I said that's, I know that's what <laughs> yeah, yeah. it would have been like. Pfft. No, you're right, you're right. Because uh, they had, I a- was in the car at that point, driving from one gu- one job to the next, and as soon as John, you know, hit in the air to deep left, and when he went into his, that ball was hot, I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's been a fun season. See you yeah. later. Game over. It just because it, like it was nice that the you felt like that maybe this was the game the Yankees just ran away with the game. It was three nothing. They were on a bit of a roll. Yeah, I don't think and I then, ever felt that. Oh, and then once it got t- and Harrison Bader hits another home run. Yeah, Guy turned out even... to be their best offensive player in the postseason. Yeah, it's a problem. That is a no problem. offense to him. They didn't bring him in for his bat. They brought him in for his glove. <laughs> and what he had five. Uh... I think he in had the postseason? five postseason home it runs. It might have been. I think it was at least four, yeah. Yeah. He was... led them in almost every off. <laughs> Batting average, home runs, I think RBIs, yeah. slugging percentage, what else? OPS. I think he was second in on base percentage. So, yeah, he was the guy. You know what they didn't put in the highlight package? And this, I'm telling I'm this isn't just like a two-minute highlight package. This is like the full-on, this is the condensed version of the game. So what are we talking? Eight minutes? Eight minutes. Don't tell me the botched double play. They didn't put it in there. Come no. on. No botched That's double play. That's the turning point of the game last right. night. Right. It's wow. made this no sense. This is MLB.com? Yeah. That's a bad job. I was, That's I, a terrible job, actually. I read all the stories this morning. So all the stuff that yeah. I said, okay, let me go to the nah, package. that's got to be in there. It's just all of a sudden it's first and second. It's got to be in there. You had the close play with Altuve, the infield single, and then that's the next. That's it. It's a double play ball. They're out of the inning. Loisica's out of the inning, and they got the lead. Every once in a while, these highlight packages just jump to us. Uh, 
Well, the Astros have second and third. How? Right, yeah. What give me something they? here. Right. <laughs> give me something. Well, if they you want it under 10 minutes, they got to <laughs> cut corners somewhere. <laughs> they do that sometimes in the NFL package, too. Yeah. Where they'll, like, take it, like, it'll be like uh, uh, the uh, Giants go up 10-3. Then the next thing is, like, the Jaguars on the one-yard line. How did they get here? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. After a long drive. Yeah. Or, oh, after three see. quick plays. Yeah, yeah let me see. Right, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the double play, man. Or the not the not double play. They should have been double play. Yeah, now Ronnie Darling was blaming both. I agree. You do. Not you a great both. feed, but IKF did a terrible job. And not to get up on the soapbox, <laughs> but fun, to quote Keith Hernandez, fundies, growing up as a Infielder, you've seen me play in that's yeah. the first thing you're t- on either side, not just at shortstop, but, but what at did second this, base. What did as the well. shortstop do wrong? What did he do wrong? Yeah. He's drifting through the bag, assuming he's going to get the perfect feed. Oh, I and see. And that's the, that is the that is the number one thing you cannot do. You have to be prepared for a feed in any direction. You cannot just assume he's going to put it right on you. Certainly not in a playoff game with you know a one run lead in the what was that the set, top of the seventh. Yeah, can't do it. And as Darling said, not you- a great feed. But you got to be at minimum. You should be able to adjust, catch the ball, and at least get the force. Maybe you don't get two. Well, that's what Ron Darling was saying. Yeah, you got to have one there. That yes, he's a speedy runner. Just get the force. That aside, for sure. It's just like the approach was terrible. Now it was not a great feed. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to pile on IKF because that's pretty much what I've been doing all postseason. Because I just. You know what it is? I don't even blame him. I blame the Yankees because all year long they've been stuffing it down our throats. Oh, great defender, the metrics, this, that, the other thing. I'm sorry. You can't tell me the guy is a great fielder when basic things like this fall through the cracks. He booted basic ground balls, did not have a great arm. His throwing accuracy wasn't great, and that's a huge play. And forget the fact that they're parachuting him in and out of the lineup and they can't make up their mind which of the three (laughs) options they want to play at shortstop. Meanwhile, the rookie for the Astros – who only is playing because they decided we don't want to play Carlos Carlos Correa. Jeremy Pena comes in. He's the MVP of the series. So please, IKF's probably the fourth best shortstop on either roster after Cabrera and Peraza right. and Pena for the Astros. Yeah, that's not good. No. Hmm. So there you go. And then the game ends with Aaron Judge. Right, of course. Ground we knew that. Once I saw pitcher. he was due up third, I'm out here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just hope he doesn't whiff. At least right. he put the ball in play. Correct. <laughs> Yeah, as yeah, as poorly as it went just to the pitcher. Yeah. I mean, look, I, it's not an excuse. I, I can't help but having watched him down the stretch through the end of the home run chase, not like a not a mental fatigue thing, just a funk thing. I just think all of that completely took him out of whatever was working. But I have to admit, and I pulled the numbers just to check because it's going to become a talking point now. Because I was like, he's had some good postseasons. I look back at it, not really. It's been pretty good in the wild card round or wild card game. And then in the year in 2020, in the bubble condensed season, it was a best of three. So they played two games. But in his ALCS career, it's 17 games now. He's hit 200 with 25 strikeouts and 65 at bats. And then the division series, 22 games, 198, 36 strikeouts and 86 at bats. In his postseason career, he was a 211 hitter. That's not good. Across 44 games. He's That's got 13 home runs. But a lot of outs, a lot of strikeouts, well below his career averages, pretty much across the board. When I had, uh, when I woke up this morning and hit, opened up my uh, iPad, I have like this news feed thing that I aggregates my news. Aggregates. It's called.
called Feedly. Okay, Feedly. Feedly. It uh. takes like all the RSS feeds from all the sports websites mm-hmm. and blah blah. So like, and it gives you in in order of how they come in. So the last uh, I click on it, and the first thing that I see is uh, Astros celebrate with brooms. Oh yeah. Like, oh, okay. in the clubhouse. <laughs> oh yeah, they're out on the field. Yeah, they lived it up. Do you think it's cool? There'll be no asterisk next to this one. There's no, oh, they did this, they yeah. did that, buzzers, stealing signs, cheating. There was none of that. Do and you, they beat them in four instead of six or seven. Do you think it's it's more fun to celebrate on the Yankees field or in front of your home team? It's a great Pretty question. Cool either now. way. Yeah. Um, probably depends on the circumstances, what kind of home crowd you had. In this case, for the Astros... Because the other two series ended in Houston, I'd imagine, and now not, listen, there's some guys that have obviously gone on to other teams, but I'd imagine that was pretty sweet for those who were part of all three or one of the prior series last night. Yeah. Right. And there were quite a few Astro fans in the building. Yeah, I don't understand that. Including Ted Cruz behind home plate. Did you catch that in your highlight package? (laughs) Well, not in the highlight package, but on Twitter, Twitter, I saw everyone just giving him the finger. Wearing the bright orange with the vest. (laughs) Clearly wanted to be seen. Yeah, how, like, I I understand, like, you know, football is uh, a sport where there are fans everywhere. It seems like baseball is a very regional sport. So to see that many Astros fans, you think they came from Texas? Um, Possibly. I think it's one of those things where it's more noticeable. You know, once the game's over or the Yankees are losing and the Yankee fans clear out, obviously, if you're an Astro fan that made the trip, you're going to stick around. That's true as well. You want to be so all of a sudden it's like, look at all these Astros fans. But, yeah, I mean, that was a storyline going into the game last night. Secondary market, the price has plummeted, right? Yankees are down 3-0. Plus, you had the weather. If you didn't know, at one point, thought maybe the game was going to get postponed. So you could get in for test. I was joking. I was like, Ted Cruz is probably sitting at home and saw, nope, look at these prices. Let's fire up the private jet. We can afford to sit behind home plate tonight. I'm joking, of course. But yeah. Yeah. They had a decent amount of fans there. And then you know how there was talk I forget which game it was when the when Houston had the uh, stadium opened up. And game two. The, game two, and yeah. the Yankees were, oh, the wind, the, roof, the wind, right. the wind, and yeah. the roof. Right. Well, even last night on the Aaron Judge yeah. ball that he hit to the warning track, they're like, oh, the wind kept it in. Hey, if only the roof was closed. <laughs> yeah, right. No excuses. No excuses. That's what was so pathetic about the Yankees in this series. Yeah. They struck out so much. If you listened in the two home games, Pretty much any ball that was put in play in the air, the fans went nuts, hoping, oh, finally they get, and it, no. But even the pitcher. I mean, Bader did. But. Even the pitcher thought that judge one was gone. I guess, yeah. I mean, Stanton hit one late in the game down the right field line that maybe in the summer would have at least got to the wall, and that died before the warning track. So, I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't get wrapped up in these things because it's not like when the Yankees come to bat, they're hitting in a different park than the opposition is. I, I get in this argument with people all the time about the home runs and the short porch. Well, they get to play there for 81, but they, every opponent they face does too. So, the, I mean, it it's irrelevant to me. Yes. And the stuff about the roof in Houston, it's like, I, I don't know, man. I, it just, it reeks of sour grapes and just stuff that, that in this day and age we get focused on that just never used to matter. Just go play the game. So worrying about all this, all the wind and the roof and the launch angle and the exit view. Just play the freaking game. Will Aaron Boone be here next year? If Brian Cashman is still here, I firmly believe Aaron Boone will still. They just gave him a three-year contract in the offseason. What if Cashman's not here? Then I would not be surprised if they cleaned house. Really? No. Or will, really, yes. That would. That's my take. Will Aaron Judge be here? 
When does he have to make a decision by? Uh, if he wanted to, I don't know, uh, late February or I mean, I was gonna say so. He he, he would wait till spring training. Usually, it doesn't happen that way. I would think he would want to wait to see who is the GM and manager if if there's oh, any well, changes. Oh, the Yankees right? will. Yeah, will that'll they'll no, but that decision would be made long before they get into the offseason. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So he'll he'll have all his. Oh yeah. Yes. What do I think? I yeah. I have a hard time. It's gonna get ugly, man. If 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 the Yankees don't pray. Now listen, the fact that he struggled again in the postseason, obviously that's a little feather in the Yankees cap, you know, as far as building a case against not committing to him long term. But if they don't what's left? I mean what do we what are we looking for? What are we looking at next year if he leaves? Harrison Bader. New home run king. Sixty three home run. I'll tell you, man, it is a it is a uncomfortable spot for them right now. From the front office to the manager to the judge decision to the Josh Donaldson contract and what's still owed to him, the shortstop situation. I mean, they've had past they've had plenty of postseason failures over the last twenty years. I mean, they have we know one World Series since two thousand, right? As far as winning one, but usually it's okay. You know who the players are. Here's the 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 core of the roster. Here's who we exp- you know. It's there's decisions to be. I mean. They entered this postseason with more question marks and variables as far as their personnel than I can remember in quite some time. And a lot of that's now going to apply to the offseason as well. All right, so the Yankees will keep us entertained in the offseason? I mean, I would think so. I thought that was going to be the case once the, the lockout ended. This I figured, oh, they're going to, they're going to you know, go on a spending spree. Or they're going to, because all these guys were available. And it was, if you recall, and it feels like forever ago now, Remember the lockout got lifted and was like, oh, we're going to have like almost an NFL, NBA yeah. free agency frenzy, and it didn't really play out that way for the Yankees. No frenzy over here. So, I mean, I can look back at it and say, okay, Carlos Correa didn't have a great year for the Twins, and, you know, Seager went to Texas, and eh, they didn't do You know, the big fish, and we t- same with the trade deadline, right? Everyone got, oh, the Padres, the Padres, the Padres, and, you know, where did that get them? So sometimes it's not necessarily about the big names, so that's not even really what I'm preaching. But as far as the, I mean, the Yankees heading into this offseason now, if they're not going to bring Judge back, they're going to have to make some sort of, they're going to have to land some sort of big fish or make some sort of big move or else it looks like a bleak picture Very for bleak. 2023. All right. Well, when we come back, CeeLo, let's talk about a couple of winners around here. The Giants, the Jets. We'll do a little NFL. And then Boomer and Gia will be here. at. The, is Eddie wearing his uh, Yankee Elimination Day Oh, absolutely. Day In lieu of his Dolphins jersey, yes. Oh, wow. Who won that game last night? Dolphins? Yeah. No scoring after halftime, Al. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but the Dolphins wear their old school uniform. They yeah, are I did beautiful. See some of that. So yes, sweet. they are. And I did see Tua just going head first into uh, putting his his yeah, head right I, into the chest of a Steeler defender. Hey, give him I guess give him credit for being fearless. I, I guess don't know. so. And Daniel Jones too did that a couple times. Yes, he did. What did he do? Instead of sliding. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't like opening that. himself up to some hits. Yeah. Boy balled out yesterday though. Is yeah, I, I, I want to we'll get to that. I right? want to address yeah, that with yeah. you because okay. I did see your Twitter yesterday, and then uh, Boomer and G will be here. Oh, at the top. you have a differing take. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Welcome back to the warm up program. Al Dukes here with CeeLo, Eddie Scazzeri. 
It's a Diwali, so uh, no uh, alternate side parking rules in effect if uh, you're coming into the city. Great. So me circling for a Tuesday-Friday spot at 1 o'clock this morning was not needed. Uh, not needed. No. No, you got to follow. This is what I do. I follow uh, the, the alternate side parking on Twitter. I do as well. And then in the morning before I leave for work, I normally will take yeah. a shot at it. See, but uh, you're in, you have a routine. I got a routine. You know, I am in and out of here yeah. occasionally, so I don't. Sometimes I don't think to look. I'm a routine guy. You're not routine guy because of your situation. Yeah, no, my routine is that I don't have a routine. Right, because <laughs> yesterday you uh, you did an NFL uh, the Sunday drive, Sunday drive, the last and why last with night. Bill Lakis, Bill Lakis, and Steve Torrey, <laughs> and yes. Steve Torrey, Bill Lakis, Steve and I, Steve and I, you know, basically crossing each other in the halls like, we're at, let's not even talk about the Yankees. It's just it is what it is. Oh, you guys are Yankee gonna, fans. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. Is that the Steve Torrey from May, Mike and the Mad Dog? Yeah. Back? Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's I think, the program director for Dog's Channel over there. And he's hosting uh, Bill with Bill Lakis? Bill Lekas. Bill yeah. Lekas. Tori's been doing the Sunday Drive on NFL Radio for, I want to say, about 15 years or so now. That's uh, that. Yeah, we've talked about this in the past. Like, I love the concept, but they've ruined it with commercials. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. It's a paid service. Why are you running commercials? Pot up a game. It's funny you say that. Take a break. Because Dog loves to kill Tori like on a Monday. Be like, hey, I tuned in for you know five minutes and I throw to a field goal and a Raider. Yeah, I do a bad dog yeah. impression. And he's, his point is like, why are you, you going to put on a game just to put on a game? Like, yeah. let me give me something interesting. Yes. No, no. See, he's he's the opposite take of what you just said. No, but but he doesn't want commercials. Um, I'm sure. No, I think he revels and he wants to hear Tori have to like vamp basically. Okay, and, you even know, that. Tap, tap dance up Let's there. Let's go. Do but something. be fair. Be fair. Because they go to you and you have to go 100 miles an hour because for whatever minutes, reason yeah. they're timing updates on Correct. that station. Yes. Why? Yes. Well, I don't know. That's the music bed. I'm just like, I'm so far behind. I'm like, what did Celia say? I know. You know what? It's funny. I've waited for someone to come to me and basically like criticize me for that and be like, yeah. listen, we got to change this. Because some, some, especially early in the season when there are no buys, sometimes you got, you know, 13 games in a day and I'm like racing through all these numbers and stats and everything. Isn't Eric Spitz in charge over there? Uh, to some extent, Who, who's yes. Who's in charge of that channel? Uh, Steve, with the letter. channel? Yeah. Uh, Nick Pavlatos, I believe. Oh, yeah. We're really it. going deep in the woods uh, here. We're deep <laughs> right. in the weeds. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about But the real quick, just yeah. to sum it up, on TV, People are they. You don't have to speak. They're watching on the radio. If they're not in the game broadcast, they're on. They got to say something. Yeah, you do have to. Speak. So be fair. You do have to speak. Yeah. All right. The Giants fourth straight win. They're now six and one. Unreal. Beating the Jaguars twenty three seventeen. And that was a game yesterday where, if you believe in, hey, the spread's talking to me. Yeah. Vegas was dying for you to take the Giants. Dying for it. And they won. Outright. Right. They right. They that was discussed here on Boomer and Geo, especially Yousef. later in the week. And it's sure. just like it just was was weird. Like how could they possibly be three point underdogs? Yeah. They're five and they're five and one and the Jags are whatever they were, two and four. But they know? won. And they did. But and it took another strong fourth quarter to get it done. That's right. So what will you tweeted something about Daniel Jones having like this? I forget the words you used for his performance. I said he gave, it was an outstanding effort. Let it was a ball, me, ballsy performance. Ball, what I said, ballsy performance. CeeLo. I want to see exactly what you said. I can tell you. Pull it up here. Pull it up right My here. phone would stop freezing. All right. The effort from Daniel Jones again today. Yeah. Outstanding. Correct. Ballsy performance with very little help. 
Right. Did you watch this game from start to finish? And that's not me trying to be no, a no, jerk. No, no, no. I watched okay. uh, I watched both the Giants and the Jets right. start to finish in real time with all the the commercials and all the slow stuff. Okay. So the Giants. Other than Saquon Barkley, could you even name someone? No. That's, right. Exactly. Okay. Nope. And they had how many drops yesterday? Uh, a couple. I think five. Five drops. And Barkley's numbers into the fourth quarter were not great. Correct. So the quarterback again did not turn the football over. Overcame the drops. You first quarterback in giant history to throw for two hundred and run for a hundred in a game. That's well, because they had Eli Manning key, for a hundred years. That is fair. They have not had a lot of running quarterbacks, but still, it's a lot of years of giant football. I believe the first giant quarterback to forget the passing rush for a hundred yards since like the I don't know sixties or forties. I forget. They said it last night on SMY. I forget the year. Right, making plays with his legs, picking up third downs, overcoming the drops, leading another fourth quarter comeback, game-winning drive. I mean, this is a guy who people were ready to send out to pasture, right? Right. So we got to give credit now. They're six and one. He's he's taking care of the ball. He's winning games without a lot of help offensively. They had the the rookie tight end goes out with the eye injury, Bellinger. So Wondell Robinson looks like a player. They got him back the last couple of weeks from injury. But there's not. My point is. There, there's not a lot of upper echelon talent on the personnel side offensively, and they're six and one. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I, you're not. You don't get lucky to get to six and one. There's always I mean, luck there's around luck the involved way, because but, they've won how many close games this year right. that we've seen them lose in the last five years. Right, but and they yesterday's are, another example. The Jaguars are at the end, a yard away from winning the game, and then it's literally. over. Right. Yeah. I guess you know you were correct in in I, I guess the way I was looking at it like I hate to see I just don't like a quarterback and maybe he has no choice at this point who's dropping back running all the time like when your quarterback runs for a hundred yards he's that not sucks. running all the time though didn't he attempt thirty passes yesterday Yeah, you know, I'm just saying he ran for a hundred yards yeah you're running a lot okay other did you kill Lamar Jackson when he runs for a hundred yards no 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 but I feel like. Daniel Jones is injury prone. He has been. He has been so far this year. He's not right. But how many t- games? Are, like we're we're seven games into a seventeen game season, I and he's running for a hundred yards. The a guy's game. also Still. playing for his NFL career yeah. or a job next year, wherever it might be. His contract is up. The Giants did not pick up his option. Could they slap him with the franchise tag? Sure, but with their salary cap situation, that probably doesn't make a lot of sense. So whether it's with the whether it's for the Giants or one of, one of thirty one other teams or however many are going to be looking for quarterbacks in the off season, he right now is basically on a job interview, right? Yeah, and I'm for he's him, auditioning. I'm for him staying with the Giants because what what are they going to do? What else? I, are you well, that's do? the that's the rub. As great as this is, where, where do they go from here? You're going to say, well, what else are they going to do? Fair. But if they commit to him long term, it's going to cost them a large amount of money. And he does. And they're still going to be rebuilding this roster, even no matter where this season goes. He does look like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. And, right? and his and his skill set, in quotes, has I don't think anyone's ever really argued with that, especially if you watched him as a rookie in Pat Shermer's offense when he was throwing the ball down the field left and right. A million turnovers. They weren't very good as a team, but you were like, all right, guy can run. He can throw the ball down the field. A big body. He can take a hit. Now he ended up dealing with some injuries and playing anemic offense the last few years. Jason Garrett probably takes some of the blame for that. 
it's in there. Yeah, I mean, so they he, needed a coaching staff to come along and get it out of him. Right now, that's what's happening. Right, that is working. Yeah. I guess it's just like early, and again, it's because they, they do all their stuff in the fourth quarter, right? So it's like when they had 13 points yeah. at like the half. I Listen, like, it is, is not this? always pretty, but again, I, I and people are going to say, well, when you're the quarterback, when you make big money, you've got to lift the guys around. True, but he hasn't gotten the big money yet. And they strip this roster down to studs in some spots. Kenny Galladay is a zero and not playing. Kadarius Tony is, you know, on a milk card and hasn't played. Wandale Robinson's a rookie. They just got back last week from injury. The rookie tight end goes out hurt yesterday. You got guys dropping passes left and right. Guys that, you know, are basically practice squad players. And they nice, found a way. They had a nice catch on the first touchdown on the first drive. Slayton, yeah. He almost dropped it if yeah, you watch yeah. closely, but he yeah, did. Yeah, that was a tough It was a tough, tough it was, catch. Yes, that, if, he, if, if he dropped, if that ball was not completed, you're not saying, oh, my God, how could he drop it? Like Mike Evans for the Bucks yesterday. Did you see that early that in the game? Wide open, bobbled, dropped, basically picked it up and threw it, and the, <laughs> and the, and the Bucks never scored a touchdown. Go figure. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, yeah that, when they – First got the ball and went right down, scored. It was I was a pretty drive. Sure. I was feeling good about the Giants. Yeah. And I still am feeling good about well, the Giants. Well, how could you not? They're six and one. Yeah, I guess I'm just concerned about a, a run a quarterback running for a hundred yards. Well, uh, listen, I don't think they want to make that, you know, what they do week in and week out. Now, I will tell you, coming into the game, I figured that they were going to struggle to run the football traditionally because the Jags, if you looked at their stat, I think they were third against the run. And the only team that had really gashed them was the Eagles who run it well, and they're undefeated. So you figured, okay, this is really, you could understand why people, how could the Giants be an underdog? Well, they don't have a big-time passing attack. The Jags stopped the run well. They're going to go on the road, and Daniel Jones is going to have to find ways to either win it with his arm or make plays on his own. And I think he did a combination of those two things to get them to the point where all of a sudden they wore Jacksonville down, and then Barkley was able to pad the numbers late, and they put the game away on the ground. And all of a sudden, Saquon went from, you know, whatever it was, 12 carries for like 28 yards, and the next thing you know, he's at 10s, whatever he ended up at, north of 100. I did like that uh, even the wide receivers who we don't know who they are (laughs) when they would catch the ball or Barkley, they were – I hate like when a wide receiver just looking to go down or go out of bounds. They were making moves to try to – Get some yak. Yeah, yes, yak. Yeah. Uh, and Barkley made a lot of cool cuts, and Mark Schlereth was in love with Saquon Barkley. Well, I mean, listen, what's not to be in love with? My other gosh. than the fact that he didn't, that he ended up going out of bounds, and they reviewed yes. that play late, and the Jags got the ball back, and then the refs did everything they could to extend that drive with roughing the passer calls. And yeah, they had that shot at the end zone, and they're one yard short. Yes, and by the way, we do like a New York Giants turning point here for Giants tickets in the nine o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. And you know they send me the they they text Eddie and I the uh, Giants the turning point. Yeah, the fact that it's not the final play when they stop them from getting into the end zone is strange to me. I mean, I don't know. You could call that maybe play of the game, the turning point. What did they make the turning point? The Jones. Well, I can't say because oh, okay. I don't want right. to give it away. Yeah, you think and someone's locked remember. in right now? Well, I don't remember. I, don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember going. But I used to fight with the uh, turning point of the game every I week last season. Yeah. But well, last season was a lot tougher. It was a lot losing tougher. Games yeah, yeah, left yeah. and right. Yeah, beat a little. By the way, so many Giants fans in Jacksonville. That felt like a home game. Well, Florida, New York. I know Jacksonville more. You know, north of northern part of the state. Yeah, I feel like Jacksonville. It's the Jaguars, dude. I know, but I feel like the, I feel like Jacksonville is real Florida. 
You know what I mean? Like the, the people real in Jacksonville, right. they're not from retiring Jacksonville. to Jacksonville. Yeah, no they're looking like, at Miami, Tampa. Yes, right. So that was cool. Then, what type of lunatic must you be to get <laughs> into the pool in Jacksonville, like a swimming pool? Yeah, you're watching the game in a swimming what pool. Kind of moron would do something. <laughs> a moron. <laughs> yeah. That I found strange. Al, before you move on and yeah. to the Jets and leave the Giant conversation, yeah. have you looked ahead to I, who the Giants play? I haven't. Is? You have not? No. And I was going to ask you, but I won't put you on the spot in case you didn't oh, know. Oh, I know. Who is it? And it's absolutely going to be a cool game. Eagles? The Giants. Nope. The Giants travel to Seattle oh. to face the Fighting Genos and the <laughs> Seahawks. <it>. Oh, <laughs> Who would have thought at the beginning of the season that we would have that one circled and looking forward to Giants Seahawks late afternoon kick week eight in Seattle. Yeah, I that's gonna be, be a fun game. That is gonna be a fun game and a cool game. Absolutely. Indeed. Yes. What else did I write down here? Oh yeah, the the Giants a guy uh, that you mentioned, Daniel Bellinger. Yes. Man, his eye was bleeding. Correct. And they took him to the hospital, and then he made it back into the locker room post game. And I read that it was basically swollen shut. So I'm. I would imagine he's gonna. He was gonna see an ophthalmologist today. He got the fingers in the eye. Is yeah, that right what happened? through the face? Yeah, they went. The guy went to ta- went to tackle him. Yeah. and he got poked in the eye. Yeah, scary. I thought when I saw he got poked in the eye. Normally you go out. Right. Well, the back. blood is like okay. It's, <laughs> it's not your standard eye poke. Oh my here. god. Yeah. Imagine your eye is bleeding. No. No. I'd that's rather not, not good. imagine that. No. No. And the Giants also lost more offensive linemen. Yes, Evan Neal. And the other guy whose name I always heard, Bredesen. Yeah, Bredesen. yeah. Boy, but the initial like falling apart. The initial reports were those were hopefully not long term situations. Oh, okay, good. What about this eye, This dude with the eyeball. Uh, I guess that's up to whatever the ophthalmologist has oh, to say. Okay. Maybe you have to wear an eye patch this week. Oh, I don't know. That would look very intimidating. Oh yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know. I meant like during the week at oh, the facility. The I don't think it. they would. Have him active on game day wearing the iPhone. I see. All right, let's take a quick break here. Let's do a little New York Jets on the other side, and then Boomer and Gia will be here at 6 o'clock. Hi there. Welcome back to the warm-up show. Normally with Al and Jerry, I'm Al. Uh, Jerry uh, did the Cowboy game, uh, the Detroit Lions-Dallas Cowboy game. He's lazy. In Dallas. He was there with Danny White calling the game. He's lazy. Five turnovers for the Lions yesterday. Yep. Uh, So CeeLo joins me. Hi. Hi. Eddie is here, of course. Clearly. He's lazy. He's lazy. Jerry's lazy. Can't Uh, wait to see what uh, Eddie has dialed up for uh, YE Day here. Coming your way in just a few minutes. Yankee Elimination Day. That's yep. right. It's uh, Eddie's uh, holiday for him. I'm uh, sure he's chock full of goodies and drops and things that were said that we've all forgotten about that I, are now going to be paraded back in front of us. I thought alternate side was suspended for that today. <laughs> it was the Yankee <laughs> Elimination Day. Yeah. Might as well be. By the way, I, I am no fan of Philadelphia. I do not like the Eagles. I do not like the Phillies. But that stadium was really rocking in Philadelphia oh, yeah. for the Phillies three game. Games. Oh, man, yep. that was like that was a, just a great atmosphere. Absolutely. On those home runs, I mean. I've still not been to that park, and I don't live far. You could argue it would yeah. probably take me less time to get there than to the Bronx or to Queens to watch the Yankees or the Mets, but I'll have to get there someday. But it looks like a it looks like a cool park. Nice park. I've been there more than the Mets. Oh, you have? Okay. more than the Yankees. I've, yeah, definitely. You go there to watch the Mets play the Phillies? Um, or you just go to random Phillies games? No, I would just games? go to random Phillies games just to. With who? My friend John. Oh. 
he a Phillies fan? I would think. No, we just like uh, go into a baseball really? game where it's not a you, fight to get into the city and you all that stuff. Just randomly going to a baseball I, game just to go? I haven't I'm gone stumped. in probably two years, but I, ha- okay. I I was going on Pre-COVID. a regular basis. Yes. Okay. And Got I would it. wear no. I would just wear like Neutral. generic colors. Smart. Especially in that town. <laughs> yeah. I didn't need any trouble. But I saw people uh, climbing the poles, even though they were greased up. People hang, <laughs> hanging out on the top of uh, stoplights. Oh, man. So now the Jets also win four straight games. 16-9 over the Broncos. So but what do we got now? 11-3. and th- No. 11-3 and three between the two teams. Is right? that right? Right? 6-1. and one. Five and two? Yeah. Five, Eleven yeah, and three, right. 14, week seven. Yeah, no one yeah. had their buy yet. Yeah. Eleven and three. Yeah. I mean, but this Brees Hall with the yeah. they think he tore his ACL. Yes. I mean, that is a huge hit to the Jets. Yes, it is. Now the only thing I would say is, and I'd imagine they're not gonna make this mistake twice, but the Jets have swung and missed on a couple of these injury situations. Like Meaning if you what? recall, well, in both directions, like with Mackay Becton back in uh training camp. Remember oh, yeah. they were like, Ah, oh, it looks He's like it'll be okay, go. and then he's gone. Finished. So maybe the other way here. It was so, uh, I, I guess I haven't seen a great replay, and he was kind of caught in the pile there, but it just looked like a regular tackle, you know? It wasn't like a non-contact situation. I guess he must have gotten a foot caught in the grass or, and then, I don't know, underneath. And But it's a massive blow because yeah. he's been, I mean, the focal point of the offense for the last three or four weeks. Right early in the season when Flacco was in there, was a lot, you know, Garrett Wilson was the rookie that was taking the Jets by storm. But it's been the Brees Hall show now for yeah. since Zach Wilson came back, pretty much. Now he that had a was a huge sixty-two yard touchdown run early in the game yesterday. He sure did, and that was quite a defensive battle, though. As uh, we, f- I mean, we I kind of figured it would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, every time I like Zach Wilson was just running for his life. He was. They did not protect him well yesterday. Play. Elijah Vera Tucker got hurt and went out, so that was definitely you know Dwayne Brown had himself a rough ball game. So I mean that's a stout defense. I know everyone people like to poke fun at the Broncos because of Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, but they, that's a good defense. And the Jets play New England next week. Correct at home. At home, Pats play tonight against the Bears in Foxborough. It's a short week for the Pats. Yeah. That's a, interesting. You know, Jets go Pats, and I believe the Bills buy, and then the Pats again. So they get New England two out of three games. I think they get split with New England. No I, reason. I would hope. Right. So yeah, they're not so great. They're not what they once were. Obviously, Mac but, Jones reportedly supposed to return tonight, which will you know it's gonna they look crappy. Bailey Zappy time. Not that I tried to rhyme that. That was unintentional. They look zappy. crappy. Go back to Zappy. Go back to Zappy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the Elijah Moore situation. He didn't play yesterday. Nor did he travel, I don't think. And right? and they still say they're not trading him. So well, what's listen, what team ever comes out, oh, you want to be tra- <laughs> Hey, everybody, we're, we, we're, oh, we're going to deal him. Oh, you know? I see. That's a trick. Well, think about it. Last week, to a lesser extent, right, Robbie Anderson had his situation with the Panthers, and they didn't, after the game, say, yep, he's out of here. We're going to get rid of him. And then, to a, what was it, a day or two later, they traded him to Arizona? So yeah, that's true. You're not going to broadcast that? Now, I'm not saying it's a lock that they're going to do it. I mean, Robert Sala seems to think highly of the kid. Again, I don't know how much of that is just for the public. Oh, yeah, great character guy. Yeah, Bo, he's awesome. Come offer us a second-round pick for him or whatever. Not that they'd get that. He was a second-round pick. I don't know, man. They need, I mean, they need playmakers. Yeah, he was well thought of coming out of college. He had a good rookie season. He looked like him. I would say he would look like a more effective player. I want to start. I, I, I don't know enough about the inner workings. To me, when Zach Wilson hasn't played, for whatever reason, Elijah Moore seems to be more productive. When Wilson does play, 
I don't know if there's a disconnect or if it's just the type of routes Wilson's comfortable assessing or throwing. I don't know exactly. But it's not like he's not see, well, he wasn't seeing the field, right? right? Last week he played a ton. He just didn't get any targets. So I I do understand the frustration, but obviously the way in which he went about it is what they have an issue with. Right. So where do they go from here? I don't know. Who knows? But the Jet, which uh, game was more impressive? Which win? Giants, Jets? Uh, I would say Giants. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, neither game was particularly pretty, but I mean, the Jets were facing Brett Rippon. Who, by the way, Wilson I didn't, think didn't looked, play well. He was fine. I didn't think he looked for, for a guy who doesn't play. Correct. I thought he looked pretty good. Second career start, both against the Jets. He beat them a couple years Is that ago right? here. Yeah. Road win for Denver at MetLife. Yeah. 2020. That's what's weird. Like when when you have uh, a quarterbacks on the Jets or Giants that are a couple years in, and then you see like a guy like Rippin who doesn't play come in and throw like forty nine attempts or something. Yeah, well, it's just, I mean we saw that with Mike White in his first start last year, right out of nowhere and Good carved point. up the Bengals. Eddie's giving me this. Song. Yeah, you give me what do you give me this? Yeah, we got to do uh, sports minute. Sports minute. Amy Lawrence. Yes, the NFL is full of. Good for this time of year. Stranger Things. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Here's a quick rundown of New York sports. The Jets and Giants won each their fourth straight. The Yankees uh, ruined everybody's weekend. And the hockey teams lost as well. So Boomer's going to be extra grouchy. Oh, is that right? Yeah. All the hockey teams lost? Well, only two of them played. The Islanders oh, okay. lost to the Panthers, and the Rangers got their butts kicked by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Five to one at the Garden. It's not what you want. All right. Uh, I know Tom Brady's probably not a regret guy that goes. He, like, he's one of those people that won't admit to regrets. Right. Like most people. They'll never go, I'll definitely regret that. Mm-hmm. He's got a regret coming back. What a disaster. <laughs> I mean, it's a full-on life disaster. They scored three points against the Carolina Panthers yesterday. Right, a team is playing for nothing. Holy God. I mean, yeah. I figured, I, what were they, favored by like 13? Yeah. I'm like, I didn't have the guts to take the Panthers, but yeah. I'm like, I can see that game being close. <laughs> <laughs> WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.